Don't hold back what you need to do to proceed into the next phase of your marriage. It is easier to stay with the familiar like the Israelites wanted to do. They wanted to return to Egypt to a comfortable lifestyle, to the known, to that which they had experienced, even though it was an unpleasant experience. Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hello, friend, and welcome to another inspiring episode on the show. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas celebration and found some time to spend with family and loved ones. As we come down to the new year, as people begin to plan what their new year resolutions or goals would be, I want you to also consider adding marriage goals. Yeah, you can start this process by asking yourself these questions. One, what would you do differently in your marriage? going forward. Two, how do you want to go about achieving this? Three, how would you reward yourself when you achieve this? Remember, it does not have to be humongous. (laughs) Your marriage goal just has to be smart. That means specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and within a time frame. But before you hurry off to do that, I have something important to talk to you about, which would require you to pause and reflect as you plan for the new year. So, what is still holding you back from getting or having the stronger marriage and connection you desire to have with your spouse? Could you be the one holding yourself back? Well, Permit me to use the story of Joshua and Caleb in the Bible to illustrate my points. You can read about this, the full story, in Numbers chapter 13 and 14. God had promised Canaan, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the Israelites. Moses sent out 12 spies to go see the land. And this is what Moses said to them. In verse 18, it says, See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwalled or fortified? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees in it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the fruits of the land. So, The 12 spies set out to explore the land. They returned with some good reports and also some bad reports. And this was their account. In verse 27, it says, We went into the land 
to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruits. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We will sought descendants of Anak, the giant, there. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack these people. They are stronger than we are. They talked about, you know, how the land they explored divorced those living in it and how all the people they saw there are of great size and how the spies saw themselves as grasshoppers and the giants saw them like grasshoppers. I wonder how they could see through the giant's eyes yet could not see through God's eyes. With this report, the people began to weep and cry and grumble. They began wishing they had died in Egypt, wanting to even return to Egypt. <laughs> How many times have we reached a crossroad and it feels easier to give up than to push through? I have been there. I know it does feel easier to just throw in the towel and turn back. But then, how would that take you from where you are to where you want to be? And more importantly, where God wants you to be. But let's see Joshua and Caleb's response. In verse 6 of, um, I think, 14, it says, But then Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we pass through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is is with us. Do not be afraid of them. That's to verse 9. What am I getting at here? First, the land of Canaan or the promised land here could be the marriage and connection you desire. Secondly, God desires that you possess this promised land. Thirdly, this land is filled with milk and honey, even has good fruits, but it also has giants that would need to be dealt with. You know, the giants of miscommunication, mistrust, conflicts, and many more. Fourthly, to get there, you need to break down the fortified walls. You know, walls of procrastination, fear and intimidation. You know, the walls of your past, you know, past experiences, limiting beliefs, what you are used to. And, and so on. Finally, you need to hold on to the promise that God is with you and that he wants you to have a stronger marriage. This you need to do by renewing your mind with his word. Joshua and Caleb knew what God had said and therefore saw through God's eyes. They were not diminishing the challenges before them, but they knew they have a God who is on their side and was able to give them 
the land. So I want to encourage you today. Don't hold back what you need to do to proceed into the next phase of your marriage. It is easier to stay with the familiar like the Israelites wanted to do. They wanted to return to Egypt to a comfortable lifestyle, to the known, to that which they had experienced, even though it was an unpleasant experience. But for every progress, you need to know that there is a risk. Are you willing to take that risk? When God calls us to something, there is a risk involved or or, or there's risk involved. That's why a number of times God tells us to trust him. For he is able to lead us to the goal we have set for our marriage and that he is with us through our journey to get to that destination. Remember, Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Friend, I'm encouraging you to partner with God and make that courageous move towards building the stronger marriage you desire. When we walk with the Lord, with Jesus on our side, we can bring down the giants and the fortified walls of cities. Then his spirit can begin to walk in us to manifest his fruit, which would in turn help our marriage. For the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such there is no law. At the end of the day, we enjoy a fruitful life. We are here to support you on your journey. If you would like to work with a coach in the new year that will keep you accountable and encourage you even during the tough times while taking the steps forward, I am pleased to let you know that we have some spots open for private one-on-one or couple coaching sessions in the new year. This is part of our Courageous Coaching Package. If you're interested in booking one of the available spots, you may send an email to coach at happymarriedfamily.com. This way we can support you further during your marital journey. Also, remember that our podcast episodes are available for you to listen wherever you are and at any time. As I wrap up this episode and as, you know, we get ready to cross over to the new year, I want to challenge you again with the questions I have put out at the beginning of this podcast. What would you do differently in your marriage going forward? How do you want to go about achieving this? How would you reward yourself when you achieve this? Remember, it does not have to be humongous in any way or form. It just has to be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and within a time frame. As we venture into the new year, I pray that you will enter a new year filled with marital bliss, peace, and overflowing joy. A marriage that brings down God's glory, one that reflects God's love, a gift of a great marriage to your children. I want to end by thanking you all for your support in 2022. 
we have some interesting things lined up for 2023 and we are hoping that you will come on board with us and bring your friends and contacts on board. God bless you. God bless your marriage. God bless your home. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a blessed, loving, and amazing new year, 2023. See you on the other side. Shalom. If you like that and mom so please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread, spread the love. Hi friend. If this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.